tuning in to the online broadcast network, AfterBuzz TV. Over 20 million weekly downloads in over 150 countries and your number one source for after-show entertainment. AfterBuzz TV, the destination for TV superfans. Producing aftershows for over 300 of your favorite TV shows. Interviewing celebrities and showrunners. And bringing you behind-the-scenes exclusives. All thanks to E! Entertainment's Maria Menounos, producer Kevin Undergaro, and internet leader Akamai. Now, let the buzz begin! I want you to stay. What an emotional song for an emotional episode. Hey, everyone. Welcome to the Vampire Diaries After Buzz TV After Show. Um, it is season six, episode 14. Stay, hence the song. Um, right quick, right before we get started, make sure if you're watching us live, give us a thumbs up. If you're not, then make sure you subscribe to us on YouTube, iTunes, um, SoundCloud, what else? Everything that you can think of. Find AfterBuzz TV. Make sure you find our AfterBuzz TV Vampire Diaries after show. And give us some love. Give us, you know, five stars on iTunes. Give us some comments, some love. Um, we do have our YouTube live stream going right now, and I am reading everyone's comments. But clearly, um, it's going to be harder for me to type back to you guys tonight. I am your host, Tiana Hobson. Um, and you can follow me on Twitter at the Tiana Hobson. I have two amazing co-hosts with me today. Hello, what's up? I'm Katie Campbell, and you can find me on Twitter at Katie E. Campbell. That's Katie with three E's Campbell. And I'm Sam Davidson. You can find me on Twitter at SamD43. Sorry, I had a, I have a cast. I couldn't be here last week. Just a word to the wise, uh, buy the packets of tuna, not the cans. That's yes. what happened here, so it, I'm it glad It was a back. tragic accident. Yes. Um, luckily, she got some vampire blood in her, and she's doing better now. <laughs> she's good. Um, she's good. She's good to go. Um, speaking of vampires and maybe making not the best decisions, not that I'm saying you're not smart, Sam, <laughs> <laughs> um, but let's talk about Enzo from tonight. We have been wondering what exactly his plan is and I know fans here and there are very frustrated with him and don't really see what his purpose is. How are you guys feeling about Enzo's plan with Sarah and Maddie? I just don't understand where he is in his head and what he's doing right now. I mean, he said that he wants to make Sarah beg to become a vampire. To get, I mean, this is ultimately to get back at Stefan, I guess. Yeah. I don't like it. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not a fan. He did have a purpose, it seemed like, at the end of last season, and even at the beginning of this season, but now his purpose is stupid, and it's just kind of a distraction to the... I mean, there's enough storylines here. I don't I don't feel any love for him, him anymore. You know, he wasn't in the episode last week at all, correct? And yeah. I didn't miss anything. Mm-mm. It didn't... Like, tonight, I felt like, where's Kai? I'd rather yes. Kai have been around doing something crazy than having Enzo there doing this stupid thing. Yeah. I mean, the title I wrote on the board is literally, Enzo is stupid. <laughs> <laughs> because he is. And, and how is he controlling Matt this much? Because, like, you guys keep saying this. Why isn't Matt calling one of his friends? Like, Stefan, help me something's going on. Why Why isn't he doing that? I don't know, because, okay, so last week it was the threat over his mom that made mm-hmm. him stay at Duke and do what he was doing there. And this week he uses Jeremy as leverage, which, you know, he goes, "I'm oh, I'm sticking a little closer to home. But again, I know everyone has other things they're worrying about with mm-hmm. Sheriff Forbes and, you know, all this other stuff, but if you just said, hey, guys, 
Enzo has Jeremy. Everyone is going to drop right. what they're doing to come to Jeremy's rescue. And I think it has something to do with Matt still not fully trusting vampires, but why right. is he so willing to work with Enzo is my question. Well, I don't think he's as much willing as that he's being like a baby. I, I still I kept on thinking this episode, like why is he why is he doing this? Like why is he going along with it? He's angry at all the vampires, you know, all of his friends, he's had it. But at the same time, he needs their help and if he doesn't get their help at some point he's gonna get killed. Yeah. What do you think? Katie, I'm what's just, that face? I'm just not like I, I don't like this whole thing. I want Matt to say something. And when he got hit by the car tonight, oh, that yeah. was that was scary. Oh my gosh, it was so scary. Because Matt's very human yeah. right now. So he was in so much pain. Yeah, he collapsed lung and everything. Um just looking at the chat roll right now, B Dog eighty five oh four said, Could Enzo see something in Sarah that reminds him of his old flame Maggie? Which I hadn't really thought about that angle before. Maybe, Maybe that's why the connection of him trying to go after her and... But is it, like, just the fact that, you know, it's Stefan's relative and Stefan wanted to make sure that she was super safe, so Enzo doing this is going to cause problems for Stefan? Or is it more, like, could he be interested in her? I didn't... I've never really gotten that vibe, but maybe... We need it, I at least need it to be more than him just wanting to destroy Stefan. Because mm. it's stupid. That's just, this is just dumb. It's a pointless storyline. But if for some reason he has a connection to this girl that we don't know about, or he'll start to develop one, because we don't know what happened after he gave Matt the vampire blood. And she's like, oh, and she freaked out. And that's all we saw. Yeah. I, I just don't know why it had to be that intense for her to start being curious about vampires. Why did it have to be that? Why does it have to be... I mean, I get why it's her, because it's the secret Stefan's been keeping from Damon. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, why is it any of Enzo's business or his concern it's why not. she's been kept there? I'm sure if Stefan were to go tell Damon... I mean, we all know Damon can act out in different ways. But if Stefan went to Damon and said, Hey, so remember how you thought you killed her? Well, I actually saved her, got her, you know, she's alive. I don't see Damon getting too pissed off about no, that. No, me neither, because here's the thing, at the end of the day, he still killed her mom. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so. And Stefan was protecting her from yeah. him, which I think this Damon can understand. Damon right. of the past, maybe, maybe not, not so much, but this Damon that we have currently could understand what his brother was doing. Right. Yeah, and I just, there has to be some kind, the, the writers on this show are too smart to have it be so, like, black and white, cut and dry, because it's dumb. It doesn't really tie into anything that we're concerned about right now. And wouldn't Damon ultimately be mad depending on how far he pushes Sarah and like messes up her life, even though Damon will learn the truth and stuff, but wouldn't he be annoyed with Enzo for kind of yeah creating yeah. this issue? And I think Matt should take a little more responsibility, too, because he's recently said he's trying to protect the humans, yet here he is letting Enzo toy him, like, push Mm -hmm. him around and put Sarah into more and more harm's way. Like, leading her down that creepy tunnel, Mm -mm. that was just... You didn't know what Enzo had planned. I mean, clearly it was a plan for Matt to get hit, not her. Right. But it could have been anything. It could have been a surprise attack by a bunch of vampires. Like, you don't know what Enzo's thinking, so Matt needs to man up and start speaking out to save the humans, because yeah. that's who he says he wants to be, exactly. as a protector of the humans. And, I mean, the only reason, first of all, when Enzo called Matt and said, I have Jeremy, call his sister, call anybody, unless, like, Enzo had blackmail on Matt, which 
to my knowledge, he does not. There's no reason why he shouldn't have done any of those things, taken those precautions to help save his friend and to help save this girl that he kind of likes. It's just dumb. Mm, yeah, I don't know. But, I mean, Sarah seems interested in some way about what's happening. We'll find out more, I guess, because, you know, things kind of jump. We don't see what her reaction is after Enzo leaves. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So we will find that out later. Um, I want to talk about Jeremy a little bit because Jaredog is leaving and I think all of our hearts are missing him already, but there's a surprise twist because yeah. we think he's going off to art school and here he comes at the end of the episode. Plot twist! He's going to hunt vampires in Santa Fe. I'm not really happy with that storyline just because everybody wants him to be safe and to live this you know, life and move on and, and just have a normal life and that's not going to be a normal life. No, not no. at all. And Alaric is facilitating this not normal life. And we thought Alaric was like his biggest advocate, you know, go have a normal life. No, he's sending him off with freaking weapons. Yeah. Speaking of weapons of mass destruction, I see Roxy <laughs> Stryer's made it into the building. I'm really sorry that I was late, guys. And I'm just incredibly stoked to talk to you guys about this episode, which was one of the best episodes of the season. It was, yeah. wasn't it? So what, what do you feel about Jeremy's secret plan to go off and hunt vampires. You know, I was really surprised by this, and I don't feel like much surprises me on this show anymore. Um, it's just, like, how long has he been thinking about this, you know? Mm-hmm. We we hear a lark's been in on this with him. Is this, and something about Santa Fe, and that's where he's going because of the animal bites, which obviously we know what that means. Is this, like, a month long, two months long? Has he been planning this for a year? Does he even care about art? Like, <laughs> I thought the art school thing came out of left field, too, well, for me. Well, he used to draw. Season yeah. one. Yeah. yeah, but then it was like, we don't hear anything about it, and then all of a sudden he's going to art school. Well, I think it's basically because his passion was torn away from him in a way when all the supernatural things came into his life, and before then, that was his passion and, mm. like, smoking weed and stuff, which, again, <laughs> like, came in the episode. <laughs> I loved that. Yeah. Yeah, but it's weird because a lark turns to him and says... Uh, you know, I'm proud of you, and you have to be an adult now and make your own decisions. Oh, but, but what? Like, what are you proud of? I don't he's understand. In danger. He's yeah. about to go kill a bunch of what used to be your people. And Elena and Damon mentioned at the very beginning of the episode that they compelled him to get into art school. Mm-hmm. Like, they, they compelled somebody at the art school to actually enroll him. So, will that get back to them that Jeremy isn't showing up for classes? Or did he call and, like, I mean, I think they're good at covering their tracks with these things. I think he is smart enough to send Elena pictures to make him look like he's hanging out in school and making friends and having a life because Elena's the type of sister who's going to want proof or else she's going to come out there and see you. But what about the school? And how's he going to bankroll this? Like, well, apparently they have a lot of money because Elena was like, oh, I'm just going to ship my car to you. And that's not a cheap thing well, to do either. You could just compel get another car. car. <laughs> so, yeah, I was thinking about that. But if you were to compel somebody to give you a car, it's kind of messed up. Yeah, that's kind of rude. Like yeah. if somebody compelled me to give my car to them, and the next morning I woke up and was like, dude, where's my car? Yeah, but <laughs> or a friend you could, you could comes compel you. the salesman at the dealership. Yeah, but mm-hmm. then that person's going to get fired when they are missing thirty grand for the car. Well, well we could just Damon. To drive her, I suppose. <laughs> I she guess. said to be on the lookout next week for a shipment. 
SUV shipment. Yeah. So clearly she means... When she said that, I honestly felt so stupid because I was like, oh, she's going to send him a lot of stuff. I <laughs> what, Me too. Not I what th- she meant. I thought Got it was it. a care package. <laughs> Me too. Like, it's SUV size. Yeah, yeah. That's cool. I mean, that's one thing he's going to have to do. He's going to have to get some sort of, like, apartment to set up for mail, like a P.O. box to get mail sent to when he's out for weeks at a time hunting vampires so that people don't get suspicious. Right. Well, two things about this. Let's be real. If he's a vampire (gasps) hunter, he is, like, if he was a freshman in college, he wouldn't really need a car. You don't really need a car as a freshman in college. Some of them have it, though. Yeah, of course. I mean, I had it, but it's not like he's like, I really need it. It makes sense now. He does need it. Secondly, real quick, Julie Pleck made it so cut and dry that... Steve McQueen was done. He might come back for weddings and funerals. But to me, the only way that storyline would have made sense was if he went to school. It was yeah. like he went to go do his life. But no, the story is going to continue. I mean, it has to do with the fact with Bonnie. I'm a yeah. If she comes back, yeah, that he would be yeah. called. I'm a little worried for him though with this whole hunting thing because Enzo had his foot on his face and was messing him up and he was bleeding. And it's like if you're a hunter. And you can't even help yourself there. He didn't have his gear. But you need the gear? All right. Correct me if I'm wrong, and I really, really don't know what happened to this, so I'm sorry because people are going to get after me right now. What was the deal with the ring? Does he still have that ring that makes him alive, or did he give it to Matt? Well, he did right. give it to Matt. Who has so. that ring? I thought Where's they it? all stopped wearing them because of the side effects of dying so many times. Um, I thought they continued. I thought Matt continued to wear it at least until the end of last season. He was he Matt was still wearing the ring, and my question was, why is he still wearing it? It's like not safe, mm-hmm. but he was still wearing it. So I don't know. And why was Jeremy bleeding from the mouth? Because his there was foot. a foot? Yeah, but it was weird. It looked like he was gargling blood or I mean, something. That's probably what he was literally doing for that take. time. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, because Enzo had his foot. He was, I mean, vampires are very strong, so if you put enough pressure, someone's, and he's laying you know, down. their teeth, you know, that's a lot of oh, blood stop, can come from stop. there, so it's probably... <laughs> Why are you doing And that? he's laying down, so <laughs> the blood's just going into it his mouth. Like sitting right there, and it's like... Uh, that wasn't as sexy as your hand. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you guys for making. Was that on the originals though? Instead, no, that was TVD. That was TVD. Okay. Um, with yeah, with my hand lick. Thank you guys for that. That was fun watching me <laughs> lick my hand over and over again. Yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> Thanks, Stephen. Even Stephen in the booth thinks it's sexy. Same page. Um, oh, we're getting some stuff about the ring. The ring, Nicholas Kelly said the ring didn't work since they are connected to the other side. Oh. So now that the other side is gone, that's why the rings mm. are not happening. Okay. Yeah. Oh, it's all about the other side. It's all about the other side, man. Without the other side, everything just falls apart. Yeah. Last thing I want to touch on with Jeremy is I loved the brother-sister moments that yeah. we got between yeah. him and Elena. That, we haven't seen that in so long. It's so true. It was so sweet seeing them together and hanging out and smoking a doobie. Mm-hmm. One thing I was just really sad about is that Elena was like, I'm not a good sister. I didn't think she handled that in, the, in a wrong way. Like, in the no. very, very beginning, she was trying to take care of him. She was there for him. She was trying in her best way. It's so difficult when you're that young to be there for yourself and be there yeah. for somebody else. I thought she did a good job. I think she, that she did as good of a job as she could, but I do understand why in some ways she felt like she could have been a better sister. If mm-hmm. she still had parents, she would have been a better sister because she could have concentrated on that but she was trying to be mom, dad, and sister at times and Mm -hmm. that's when it kind of got hold of her. So I get what she was saying but I love this moment and I do have a very strange question for you guys. Bring it. 
All right. I watch a lot of TV. You guys know that. Too much TV. No such thing. <laughs> um, and there were smoking a joint in this, and I feel like I don't usually watch people smoke a joint. Is it now because it's becoming more legal that it's okay that we're watching them smoke on, on CW? You know, like that would be such an HBO entourage kind of moment, but we're watching them smoke pot. That's what's going on. And this, the target demo for this has got to be like 13 to, I don't know, 30. You know, know what's funny is last night I was watching Empire and someone started to, like, they went to the act of starting to light up a huge bong. And I thought that was a little weird. I was like, oh, wow, that's a huge bong right there. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. And then, you know, now you're bringing it up. I I didn't realize that, you know, it is something we're starting to see more Mm. and more on television. Yeah. It's kind of like how you used to not be able to say ass on the radio. Yeah. Remember the song, shake your ass. It was shake your beep. (laughs) Watch yourself. I heard it on the radio, like, a couple months ago on a throwback station and they actually said ass and it's censorship I guess well I will do a quick throwback to season one because Jeremy did smoke pot with like they smoked pot they we used to watch them though I remember them talking about it but I can't remember him actually smoking pot I was standing outside the school yeah and he was like and he kind of like threw it like Mm. we didn't Uh, see the full on pass the joint this is okay even that though it was still kind of like shady this was like two siblings we're promoting this (laughs) they're sitting they're hanging with themselves honestly this is nothing to do with my own personal opinions, except for the fact that I thought it was really cool and realistic. Like, mm-hmm. I thought that the way that they portrayed it was great. Mm-hmm. I love that she eased up for a second and was like, you know what, this is the most normal thing we've done. Yeah. Really cool moment. That was a great, and a great line from her, and it was so yeah. true. Yeah, yeah it yeah. really is the most normal thing <laughs> they've done. Things that they've done. Exactly, exactly. They need a little more normal in their lives. Those poor and kids. And he needed it, and he's not getting it now. I thought you meant he needed the joint. No, yeah, he did. He needed the normalcy, and he's not really getting it by becoming a hunter. Well, I don't know. It might make him paranoid. I don't think we want to see high Jeremy when he's hunting vampires. With a bow and arrow. Yeah. <laughs> I think that was his like goodbye to Mystic Falls and the drugs all at the same time. Like, mm-hmm. okay, this is my final How about the one. Hair? Can we lose the hair? He yeah. did need a little trim on the haircut. The hair. It's looking a little <laughs> 90s, like, full house Can't see your eyeballs. On me. Yeah. yeah. It's, you're not a werewolf, Jer. Cut the hair. It, it's crazy because I know that Elena is a vampire, but obviously Nina Dograv is not, and she doesn't look like she's aged, and Jeremy looks like he's aged so much. So yeah. it was, it's interesting. Maybe that's why they're doing the hair, to make him look different and older, because Elena looks the same always. I mean, yeah, yeah that would be great. Jeremy did go from looking like a little boy to a man. They <laughs> referenced it in this episode. Yeah. Too. yeah. He's in the gym getting swole. <laughs> getting swole. Yeah, Jer. Well, clearly we're going to miss him. And hopefully once we get Bonnie back, since he did mention Bonnie, because last week I said, I don't see how Jeremy is leaving with Bonnie still not there. Yeah. And I thought maybe when he was going to the bus, I thought maybe the toast was going to be, he's actually going to, where's she going? Norway or something to, you know, uh, in 94? Nova Scotia. Nova, Nova Scotia. Scotia. So I was like, maybe he's going there to try and, like, be there when she gets free or something. That would have made sense. Although I will say that I'm glad he didn't wait around for Bonnie and that they did say, there's never going to be a right time. When's been the right time in the mm. last six years? There's never been a right time. You just have to go. Uh, but I didn't like that it was an afterthought. Like, oh, by the way, if Bonnie's ever back, let me know. I'm on speed dial. <laughs> well, exactly. So, I mean, if Bonnie comes back, which I think we all hope and think that she's going to, I think she's going to at some point, whether that's at the end of the season, next week, whatever. But... Again, Julie, what Julie Plex said is still like etched in my brain that basically he's not going to be a main character again unless she was messing with us. 
Swerve. I mean, a major swerve. Yeah. <laughs> sometimes they do that to throw you off the scent, though. But I mean, he did. He is the one who you know has decided to part ways with this for now. So we'll see. Maybe in a season or two, he'll be like, "Hey, I want to come back," and then they'll welcome him back with open arms. You never know if that was a contract issue. Like, he is just now not a season regular because they couldn't come to terms on... And I don't know anything. This is just me speculating, but maybe they couldn't come to terms on pay, so instead he's a guest star or whatever it is. Mm -hmm. And maybe he guest stars for... 10 out of 12 episodes, but he's still not considered a regular. Who knows? Yeah. Yeah. Well, we have one relationship, you know, ending Jeremy's, leaving all of us, but we have Caroline and Stefan coming together finally for some of us. Other people think it's still a little out there for them that Stefan and Caroline are getting together. How are you guys feeling about all the time that's being spent and dot, 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 that kiss, though. Dough. Dough. <laughs> yeah. You guys go ahead. Honestly, I think that they handled it in a beautiful way. You know, a lot of people have been saying that how can they do this with them coming together with her mom and everything that's going on with her cancer? But they addressed that tonight when they were talking. Stefan and Caroline were on the porch saying, you know, she's like, you don't have to be here if there's somewhere you'd rather be. And he said, no, there's not. And I think what's happening there is just a beautiful relationship is going to blossom out of this beautiful friendship. And I, my heart was really happy for the two of them. (laughs) That was the happy moment in this episode. I agree. This was, I do want, I want both of them to be happy. Both Stefan and Caroline, I love them so much as characters. Mm -hmm. Want them to be happy. I didn't really exactly see the chemistry between Mm -hmm. them until this episode. This episode, I was like, okay, my pants just fell off when I watched (laughs) that kiss. Like, this is the first time where it seemed like it made sense. That's the second time you use that reference. Is that like the same thing as panty peeler? My pants fell off? (laughs) I've never heard of panty peeler, but I'm assuming so. Huh. I don't know. Well, honestly, I have to say, and this goes against everything I believe, because you guys know I'm Clara Line Forever, drink. Um, (laughs) But I was so, so wholeheartedly sterile in this moment. I just thought it was time. It was the right moment. We've been waiting for it. You know when two, and this has to do with the actors and their chemistry, but I just felt like that kiss was perfect. The way that the kiss was, I just, I just loved it. I know. Oh. And, and, and right before leading up to that, too, when he grabbed her hand. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and you knew it was coming. Before, I always was like, ooh, is it coming? Is it coming? This wasn't like that. And maybe it's because I saw some tweets, but I was like, I, it's coming. I also want to point out the sun, how beautiful it was oh, in that between. sunset. And it just reminded me of the other episode. The Delana the Delana kiss. Kiss with, the, with the lights coming. Mm-hmm. I don't know where headlights something. Whatever that was. <laughs> but the lights and the kisses. I think that makes it beautiful. It's like heaven. Yeah. So it's like them being like, we support this. Yes. <laughs> this needs to happen. It's like yeah. God opens up the gates and the angels are singing and there's a hallelujah chorus going yeah. on for these two right now. Yeah. And I love the moment that Stefan says, I'm here because I want to be here. Mm-hmm. And when you said you hated me, that was the worst thing I heard in a while. I feel like he's actually coming around to the fact that he's like, holy crap, I really like this girl. Yeah. Like, holy crap, where did that come from? I think when she told him episodes ago that she had feelings for him, like, he just never considered it. And that's the moment that it's all been kind of rushing, or not, but slowly creeping up on him, and he's realizing, 
like you said, he really likes her. Right. Yeah. I still really want to hear him say, though, like, I care about you, and as more than a friend, I know actions speak louder than words, but at the same time, she always has, like, the lesser hand here, because she expressed her feelings, and he did not express them back, which is one of the worst feelings to feel, and he still hasn't been like, you're my girl. Yeah, Yeah. I, I agree with that, but I do think that men work in a different way than women, and I feel like he did express himself tonight. And I, as a woman, would also like to hear somebody say, yeah, I, I know you just kissed me, but, like, what's up? Because yeah. <laughs> we get in our own heads, we're a little neurotic about I it. I feel like one of us should say something right now. <laughs> exactly. She says that, and he's go like, for go for it. Yeah. And <laughs> Which I, was a cute moment. It was cute, but she probably wants him to be like, I like you, or something. Yeah. And he's like, yeah, your turn. <laughs> your turn? He's like, all right, say something. Yeah. I said it's something. Okay. Um, but I love that moment between them. Um, I thought it was beautiful, like you guys did, too. Um one of the things that I was still a little... I think that Stefan, because he's a guy and he's working at a slower pace, I wanted him to say, I love you, but then I also understand that her mom is also dying, and that's actually what they were at that cabin to do, was to you know make this place beautiful for her mom to come spend her last days or whatever. So I can see why he's not stepping full force of like, hey, woman, you're mine now. Like, let's go study. Here's my pin. Um, And all that jazz. But, you know, I feel like he is showing it through his actions by being there and saying the things he, you know, did. And and I'll pick out your mom's last book. And, like, just, he's so there for her. Yeah, and he's saying, I want to do that stuff. And then I have to say, I I saw a lot of very vulgar tweets about this being like, when are they going to bang? Like, when's it? And I'm just like, what? at what point did Steriline become about that? Like, it's never like there's been this fiery passion, sexual chemistry between them. They've been best friends forever. I do think they should take it slow. I think it'd be mm-hmm. the absolute wrong decision if they mm-hmm. just decide to, like, get it on in the middle of the cabin. Yeah. Yeah. But they're I vampires. Mean, I mean, like, they're probably... I, okay. But well, I hope... I, uh, eventually, they should sleep together. But yeah. they have to take it slow. Yeah, and I'm with Roxy. I think that this should be the first beautiful relationship of, you know, healthiness on both ends and, you know, loving and supporting of each other and not just, oh my gosh, let's go, like, rampage, have sex. Those are fun, and if you're into it, you're into it, and that's great, but I would love to see these two on a, just a more pure path, I guess, Mm -hmm. which makes me sound like the conservative Christian mom, but I'm not. (laughs) Yeah, I agree, but to play devil's advocate for one second, what I will say is we have seen Stefan love so many women. He has been in love with so many different girls and that is why I have been a Claroline drink fan for so long (laughs) because I do feel like Klaus's only woman for so long was Caroline and is she special to Stefan? We'll have to wait and see. Does he care more about her than he cared about any of those other women, including Elena, who he only recently has not had feelings for, and I'm still skeptical on that. So it's like, I don't want to see Caroline get hurt because he loves women in general, and she's the one who chose him. And that's what the big thing is here. He, They have to take it slow because if you're going to date your best friend's ex... Mm-hmm. Caroline, yeah. you have to make sure it's the for real thing. Right. Because there is that girl code, and I know it's been years, and people are like, oh, it's okay now, you know, Elena understands, but there still is that little bit of code where if you're going to date my ex, at least make it worth mm-hmm. it. Make sure he's the absolute one. Don't break up three months from now over something stupid, right. because then it, what was the point of doing it in the right. first place? Mm-hmm. And coming from a Selena fan, I would not want to see this go fast. I would want to see it take time and, and ease. ease me into it because 
I still and will always believe that Stefan and Elena had a true love. They did. Yeah. Of course they did. Uh, but real life, T, going back to your point, real life, never legitimate. Never at any point legitimate to go from brother to brother and then have your friend date the brother. Like, on this show, I feel like it's been long enough for Caroline and Stefan to start something. But if this was real life, real time, I don't care that it's been... Uh, well, it's only actually been, I think, a year since we've seen them kiss. Yeah. Not, it's never going to be long enough. Which is yeah. why I think I'm such a strong supporter of Delena. Because if you're going to go from sleeping with one brother to the other, stick with m- it. Stick with it. Yeah. Don't make this a half-assed effort. Make sure this is actually what you want and it's the real deal and you're in it for the long run. Right. Because otherwise, you just look like a slut. I, well, I suppose <laughs> at the same time, someone else has been a slut. And that's, I'm sorry. I know. And I think I like Elena, but then when I go on the show, it seems like I hate her. She and then I'm like maybe I do hate her, but I don't. She, but she's been not great. I mean, Elena's been a bit of a floozy herself, so she really can't do anything. Well, that's who she was talking about, Elena. Yeah. Well, I okay. Yes, Elena's been a slut. Okay, for a second I thought you were talking about Caroline. No, but, Caroline. Oh, no. I'm saying girl. Elena because she's dated both brothers, and why I'm so advocate for Delena to stay together is because you mm. broke up with one brother to go to the other one. Make sure you made the right choice, and you're sticking with your. And you, that was what your heart really wanted. Stick the landing. Yes, <laughs> stick the landing. Well, just one last thing about this. I just want to say, my mom always says, make sure he loves you more than you love him, and. <laughs> It just scares me because at this very moment, I think that Caroline loves Stefan more than he loves her. He's just starting to, like, you know, get used to the feeling of feeling that. That's exactly what Mm -hmm. I'm saying. Mm -hmm. And and he's somebody who loves love. And she is, too. But it's kind of, since we talked about going back to the pilot, for her, it's kind of always been him. I hate to say that, but, you know, we did see there was the Klaus thing, which obviously I love. And then there was kind of Tyler, not kind of, I guess fully, mm-hmm. but then not Tyler. And did she have anybody else? She was sleeping with Damon for a while, too. Mm-hmm. But that but was, he compelled, he, he compelled her. her yeah. so. And then we thought maybe a moment with Enzo. But yeah. I, I don't know. She did know. have an Enzo thing, I just sure. feel like for her, she's crushed on Stefan for so long, and now I just don't want it to be out of convenience that they get together, which I don't think it is, and I'm praying mm. they don't make it like that. Mm. Yeah. All right, guys. Katie, I'm sorry, but it's time. We have to talk about this. No. Guys. All right. I can't, I couldn't sit in a room for a minute longer with you guys watching this. Like, it was already so sad for me. And then I would look over at you guys and it was like waterworks. Like, getting through this. And I had the remote and I was like, should I pause this? Like, do I turn the volume off? This, this, they couldn't have done a better job at yanking at our heartstrings for this. And tonight, all the promos and all the press has been about saying goodbye to Jeremy. It's like, baby Gilbert is leaving. Baby Gilbert, baby Gilbert. And then boom, they slap you across the face. They did prep I said this last week, though. Yeah, you did. I thought this was going to be the final episode for her. But I was just like, you can't lose two characters in one episode, but I mean, slap me across the face, why don't you? I was not expecting that. And I will say, for the record, Katie cried a lot more than I did. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, two characters. I was thinking we were going to lose Matt at some point in tonight's episode, too. So, there was just a lot, a lot going on and a lot of emotions. And honestly, no matter how much that they did tell us that Forbes was going to pass away, I just kept not believing it. 
mm-hmm. because we did save her and there was the whole vamp thing and we did try different things and I'm like she's kind of the last of the parents I guess we've got Matt's parents somewhere apparently mm-hmm. hiding mm-hmm. his mom Julie I'm, Cooper yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was really oh, yeah. hoping she would come back by the way with all the references and so it was like your mom I'm like where's Julie Cooper there's, she still, a, there's still a chance uh, she I, could still pop up I, once you're on the OC that's all you'll ever be <laughs> doing <laughs> Paul Wesley was on the OC oh uh, yeah she showed me a yeah. picture of that earlier was it Who's he was in. He worked in the very beginning when Ryan worked at that little restaurant. Mm-hmm. He worked there, and he was like the bad guy in that episode. It was the pilot, and he invited him to the party in yeah. which he got a fight. He, he had the gun out. What did yeah. I see him in the other day too? He was the boyfriend in something. I'll have to remind you guys next week. Vampires, they're everywhere because they're ageless. <laughs> All right, he had, <laughs> and he looked damn good in tonight's episode. I'll stop yeah, about him. I mean, he always. really did. He always but does. back to Sheriff Forbes, right? So I want to talk. So she knows that it's coming down to her final day. She's about to, you know, put down her badge for the last time. But before she does that, she wants to close out some cases. She gets help from Damon, who is the culprit behind half of them. (laughs) Um, Or at least claims to be. Or at least claims to be the culprit behind half of them. But then she asks him an interesting question. Well, she never really comes out and says it, but she gets to the Gilbert case with Elena's parents' car crash. And she kind of is like, I never wanted to say anything because we became friends, and I didn't want to know if... And he's like, you thought I had something to do with that? Is that a legitimate thought process for her. Well, and we learned too that this is an open case, which I never even thought that they would ever go there with this accident. I don't think this is the last we're hearing of this story. To answer your question, T, yes, I think it's legitimate. Why were Stefan and Damon both there? That's legitimate. I don't think she said to him, she didn't accuse him, she just was like, I I didn't want to ask. I think it is legitimate that she had the fleeting thought. Mm. Because we know his track record. That being said, I don't think he had anything to do with it. And I I, something is going off in me saying oh, this isn't the last we're going to hear about this. Everything no. then, everything fell into place too quickly with the slippery roads and the storm and the pipeline going down and the luggage because of the storm and the whatever was. It all happened too fast and I'm not buying it. Could he have been doing, like, I don't know. I don't want to accuse him of this, but Damon, could he have done that knowing that Stefan went back there to you know, basically creep on Elena and wonder why does she look so much like Catherine because that's what he did. And and Damon still thought Catherine was alive at this time, so he didn't care too much about who Elena was and he was trying to mess with Stefan. And, like, you know, when they first met, we saw them have that huge fight back in season one. So was could he have done that? Oh, I, I hope not. I think more likely than Damon having something to do with it is Stefan having something to do with it and he saved her, but... He was the one who caused something. I just hope it's neither of them. I hope it's neither of them, too. But I don't actually think... I thought that, like Roxy said, I thought everything tied together a little too nicely. But I think that what they actually brought this case up for is to get us to Stefan and Damon's mommy issues. Mm. Because we Mm. haven't heard them talk much about their mom and the way she died and, you know, going to visit her grave and stuff. So I like that for Sheriff Forbes, she needed to know that there are people out there who just, there is just life happens as humans to get the humanity back in the show because everyone who we've seen die, it's usually from vampires, Mm. werewolves, witches, curses, all this stuff. So, you know, her final realization, like, you know, they just, it was just an accident. I'm gonna die just normal, just ordinary. I'm dying an ordinary death is what she said. And I think that was kind of what was behind it. But I, and so I don't want them to let her die thinking this and then it comes out that something more happened. I'd rather mm. them go down the Stefan Damon mom road. Yeah. I think that they actually are. Yeah, but I think that would be great. 
uh, to see because we know a lot about their dad. Mm-hmm. It, yeah, I agree with what you're saying in some sense of why they were doing it, but another part of me thinks that they were doing it to open up the door as saying, like, Sheriff Forbes had to get this information out before she died because otherwise we never would have known this investigation was still open. And I do think part of it was for closure for her, but uh, some, my spidey senses are going off a little bit. <laughs> yeah. You know, and I do, I think that they can do that while simultaneously showing us about Damon and Stefan's parent issues, which I think is really, really cool to humanize them a little bit. Like, mm-hmm. I forget because they've lived for so long and they've gone through so much that at some point they had loved ones that weren't vampires that passed. Mm-hmm. Parents, friends, whatever it is. And we know they move every few years, so we never really get to hear about any of their stories. We, there's still so much time missing. If you ever look at, like, the actual original Vampire Diaries timelines, it's like decades are missing, and we don't know what the heck happened. Mm-hmm. That's why this show can go on forever. It can. And ever and, and ever, ever. As long as the cast starts getting Botox, because, you know, eventually they will all start aging. <laughs> no, say it ain't so. <laughs> say it ain't so. They are actually human, guys. I don't know if you knew this. No. no, um, no. But, I mean, I like that she brought this up, and I like that she got her closure. Um, and I like that I wish that Caroline had been with her, but I also liked seeing Damon there with her, because it just shows you again how good of friends they were and how this is someone who Damon really cares about and he's losing someone else because he's lost Bonnie too Mm -hmm. for now at least and so we're seeing him just more and more humanized as the season goes on. I would have been upset if Caroline didn't have that last moment living in her memory but I agree with you. I think it was beautiful to have Damon be there when she was last awake you know having those last words because they were good friends for so long. Mm-hmm. I I agree with that, but I I did f- feel like if it couldn't be Caroline, it should be Damon, but I yeah. really needed, I really wanted that final Caroline Forbes moment, and we, yes, we got the dream sequence, or, or the, it wasn't dream, it was a remembering, mm-hmm. um, but I just, I felt so bad for her in that moment, I know what it's like to not be able to say bye to somebody, and mm-hmm. it's just like that gut-wrenching thing that sticks with you and will never go away for her and I just I felt so bad yeah. and I and I think that they'll bring that up many times. Yeah. And I also think that though where she is kind of, her relationship with her mom ended like, you know, physically, her relationship with Stephanie was beginning. And that's what her mom wanted. Right. So. That's true. That's true. The circle of life. Yeah, mm-hmm. although I'm nervous that they're going to get slack for that. Like Katie was talking about earlier, them starting when about this death I think that they might get some slack. But I think that sometimes it is in death that it brings people together and relationships are kind of started in sadness because it's the person who's there for you and consoling you that ends up being, you know, the one that you get physical with and stuff like that. I think how somebody um, is able to relate to you in your time of need is very important, which is why I don't find a problem in this joining them together mm-hmm. but I do see that people are finding a problem I think that's valid yeah, yeah. and I but I don't want because I've seen a lot of people saying um, that Caroline could end up blaming Stefan for not being there right and I just wanted oh. to show Caroline wanted to go to the cabin yeah. to set it up for her mom and Stefan came to help her and her mom was supposed to come but then you know got tired and decided not to so it's not really Stefan's fault that she wasn't there Caroline was the one who made the plans to go mm-hmm. there 
mm-hmm. not Stefan. So I just don't want him to get blamed for this. Let me mm-hmm. run something by you because, again, I'm all over Twitter on this, and I'm seeing that people are nervous that Caroline is going to flip off her humanity after this in a similar way that Stefan has done. Mm-hmm. Number one, do you think that will happen? And number two, would you like to see that? I don't think it'll happen. I think she's stronger than that. I think she's going to have a really tough time, and she's maybe going to try to hide it and, and try to put on a brave face. But we're going to see her struggling with it, I think, in the next coming episodes. But I don't think she's going to turn off her humanity. Yeah. Her humanity. And her I humanity. think she's going to choose to not. She's going to make a conscious choice. I'm not going to turn off my humanity. I'm going to, like, revel in this sadness. Because her mom's not going to want her to do that. No. Is there any chance in the world that Stefan actually advises her to do that because he says, that's how I got through it, and we'll be able to flip it back on later? <laughs> I, don't I don't think, think that's so. going to happen. No. I'm just wondering if there's any shot. No, I, no, think so. I think that, if anything, Caroline is going to be the one, she's going to be the one putting on the brave face, like, oh, no, it's fine. I'm I'm good, guys. I'm good. And everyone's going to be like, Caroline, you need to deal with your issues and deal with how you're feeling. Yeah. Guys, those are my thoughts on the show. I have to run, but thank you for having me here for this period of time (laughs) and I love you guys I love the show and I'll see you guys next week thanks Roxy love you Um, so yeah I really hope that it's not something that Caroline does I don't think that it's anything that her mother would want her to do and Mm -hmm. if there's anything that Caroline wants more than anything right now it's to make her mom proud because she knows that her mom sacrificed a lot for her and they had their ups and downs in the relationship and the best thing for her to do is to you know cherish those memories in a positive way. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I think she's going to be, she's going to turn into Caroline from high school who's like, Peppy, cheerleader. hey guys, okay, like this is what we're doing today. This is, she's going to be so all over the place trying to get trying things to, done and yeah. not think about it that people are going to be the ones sitting her down like, hey, tell her, like, are you really okay because you're not. I think she's going to be breaking down behind doors, not in front of people. Mm-hmm. Like you said, yeah. she's going to be Peppy in front of people. But, She's not going to turn her humanity off. No, she can't do that. Plus, they can't do the same storyline. Like, get original. You know, no, no pun intended. Um, but, you know, come up with something new for a different way. And I think that what helps Caroline now is that she has her friends. Um, Elena has lost parents. Bonnie, when she's back, has lost parents. Stefan, Damon, everyone. Matt, they've all lost family and and parents like that before so everyone can be here to support her and to really help her get through this in a positive way yeah yeah so did i miss anything do you guys have any other last words on this episode from tonight besides that won't make katie cry again because that's awkward (laughs) (laughs) it was really depressing guys she sat in the room for like three minutes after the episode ended just still like tears running down her face. I was like, I don't know if she's going to be able to do this. I know, I, you were like, I don't think I could do it. <laughs> <laughs> it was really, really sad. It was. Um, Alright, well then, let's get into some predictions. Mm-hmm. If we have nothing else to say. And now, you're after Buzz TV. Predictions. Who wants to start? I'll start. Um, let's see. I think some predictions is uh, Damon and Elena's relationship is going to continue to grow mm-hmm. and be strong. And I think they really haven't, like, had that, you know, oh, we're good now, but we know they're good. I mean, we just know they're good. Uh, I think that Caroline is going to struggle a lot. Her and Stefan, Stefan's just going to be by her side and things are not going to move as fast, Mm -hmm. you know, mainly because she's grieving and he's going to kind of be that bridge of like being a friend and a boyfriend. Mm -hmm. Um, Kai, it was not in this episode. 
neither was Joe. Um, that's and neither was Liv. Yeah. Neither was Tyler. Uh, they're all going to come back, and the whole uh, Gemini Coven thing is probably going to be a big, like, last quarter of the season, what we're focusing on, which is probably said goodbye to some characters tonight, and then I think a big focus is going to be on that. Yep. I agree about the whole Stefan and Caroline, too, with it moving slowly, and it's not going to really go romantically right now because she's grieving. She's Mm -hmm. dealing with the death of her mom, and I just think that we are going to see Mama Salvatore. I really think I she's coming. Her. Yeah, I'm so excited about that. I really hope we do. And they brought it up several times tonight. And um, speaking of bringing it up with Damon, talking about who's supposed to say the eulogy at yeah. her funeral, and he didn't go to the funeral. And oh my gosh, it was beautiful Thanks. when Sheriff Forbes was like, you can do it at mine. Oh gosh. I know. And prediction for myself next week is I'm going to need tissues again. <laughs> again. <laughs> At the funeral. Yeah, I'm really excited to see or to hear Damon's eulogy for Sheriff Forbes because I think that it's going to be beautiful because and it's going to show us just how much he has changed over the years and yeah. through the seasons and how close they actually were. I also am really interested to learn who's going to be the new sheriff in town. Yes. Now that Forbes is gone, that leaves a position open. Is it going to be a position where we actually know this person already, Mm -hmm. new person in town who's come in, like, how involved in their lives is this new sheriff going to be, and how tolerated are vampires going to be in Mystic Falls with a new sheriff who might be not feeling it or something. Right, I know, and we all thought maybe Matt could take the position, but it's like, he's in some other... He's not even a cop yet. Yeah. He, he's dealing he's with a lot of police training. We had to turn. And like he's a, being detective. toyed with right now. And he's yeah. on another path of. He's, he needs some help right now. That is all over the place. <laughs> well, um, I, sorry, real quick though. I just want to say, I still think that's going to happen. Do. I do. I don't think maybe there'll be like a. Like, someone in between. Mm. I think Matt will end up being the sheriff. And that's why he's still on the show. Mm. I could see that. And then just quickly, um, because. A lot of people are talking about this in our chat feed right now. Tyler, do you guys think that he's going to end up becoming a werewolf again? I really do. I've said it from the beginning. I think he will be eventually. I'm not sure how soon. We've had a lot going on with the coven, and now we have this and saying goodbye and the funeral and the grieving. And just in the future, I think he has too much temper to not. Yeah. To not become a werewolf. Yeah. And I thought it was weird. I know they explained his absence because Liv broke up with him last, or he broke up with his girlfriend, but it was still just really weird that he was not in the room when Forbes was dying because even Matt, who just got hit by a car and was doing something crazy with Sarah and Enzo earlier in the day, made his way to the hospital. So I think that when, I thought when Stefan called him and left him the voicemail, that he would show up at the last second. Mm Do you think maybe Kai has a hold of him or like, is doing something with him? I or? mean, honestly, I think it's just budget for the episode. Right. And they couldn't afford to have him <laughs> on set that week. Um, that's what I honestly think happened, but I still think that it's just every sort of person who's been there from the start, with the exception of Jeremy, because he had just gotten on a bus to leave town, mm. was in that room because they all are family and they all have had loss. You know, he lost both of his parents too. Mm-hmm. So it just go back goes back to like why wasn't he there 
which I understand from a production standpoint, just story, I would have liked to see him there. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, they have, though, brought back people. I think this show has a big budget. I think they could have done it. I think they're trying to tie him more into the Gemini Coven storyline, which was not in it at all this episode, so he'll be back, I think, for sure. All right, well, if people want to keep this conversation going with you guys during the week, where can they find you? Uh, you guys can find me online at samdavidsonentertainment.com and again, both Twitter and Instagram at samd43. You can find me on Twitter at Katie E. Campbell. That's Katie with three E's Campbell and Instagram at Katie Campbell 13. Thank you so much for watching, guys. And don't forget to check out AfterBuzz TV on iTunes, YouTube, SoundCloud, um, you know, everywhere you can <laughs> find a podcast. That's where we are. Find it. Listen to us. Give us, rate us, comment. We love chatting with you guys in the live chat. So if you're not watching us live, we're live Thursday nights at 9 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. So make sure you join in on that. And I can be found on Twitter and Instagram at the Tiana Hobson. And Roxy Stryer can be found found on Instagram and Twitter at Roxy Stryer, correct? Yeah, I said that right. Um, (laughs) Since she had to leave, I'll give her a plug, I guess. Um, Again, thank you for watching us and we will see you next week. From executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals. 